0: The Bible?
1: Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Thank you, I'm back. Yes, I am Emily. Um, and I'm doing from and I'm going to read the Bible for us. So if you want to follow along, it's inside your page. It's from Luke chapter 18. And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, And will not God give justice to his elect, who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, He will, find, will he find faith on earth? He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous, and treated others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector the Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus: God, I thank you that I am not like other men, exogenous, unjust, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all I get. <coughs> but the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other one. For everyone who exalts himself will be humble, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Now they were bringing Eve even infants to him, that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked him. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the such belong to the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness. Honour your mother and father. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. For when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with men is possible with God. And Peter said, See we have left homes and followed you and he said to them, truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who will not receive many times more in this time and aim to come eternal life.
2: Afternoon everybody, welcome to Bible Talks today. Uh, my name's Rob. And in the centre of your table, near the centre of your table, is that piece of paper, which I'd like you to sort of grab hold of, or one person to grab hold of, and turn it over. Uh, and somebody be a scribe, ready to scribe. You'll need to write quickly. I'm going to give everyone 30 seconds. Perhaps uh, less. <laughs> the question that I want you to uh, answer
0: and things that I want
2: you to write down is as soon as I finish, I'm going to press start. <laughs> <laughs> what characterizes <laughs> true. true humility? Okay. <laughs> 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 i <I'm>
0: awesome. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> I'm going to Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Um, true
2: humility is not running anymore after the. We have after. Okay. Um, quickly count up how many you've got.
0: Okay,
2: John is saying they've got four things over in their group. Anyone think four? Anyone think more than four? Five. Five, okay, more than five. More than five, more than five. Five things. Just five. We have three
0: quality ones. <laughs> 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 okay, so put a listen up.
2: Um put listen up for the guys who've got five. They're gonna read them out. <laughs> <laughs> and your table's got the same ones <laughs> <laughs> or oh, very close to it. Uh, then you need to cross out the one <laughs> okay. that these guys say.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, servant heart, um, others first, selflessness, admitting you're sinful, and Jesus. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I want you to hear
0: that again, just to more oh, yeah, through. Sorry. Um, yep. Number one,
1: servant oh, heart. Seven heart. Number
0: two, um, others first. Others first. I will kind of blend into one, really. But that's so you can solve really? one. Um. <laughs> Five distinct yet combined qualities. And the third is selflessness. Selflessness. Yeah. The fourth is admitting sin. Ad- admitting yeah. your simple. Yeah. And the fifth is Jesus. <coughs> what characterises? Okay. Uh, which
2: table had anything different from that? <coughs> Only one paper. Oh no, two papers. Three? Oh, two papers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning with the uh, quality three up the back, uh, what, were your two, what were your different ones? So we had uh, doing things without
0: expecting glorification or reward. <laughs> <laughs> now, glorification is not a humble word. <laughs>
2: Uh, next time you go, I said you had one. Uh, Acknowledging. Acknowledging. Acknowledging truth. It's if the
0: truth that I'm the you lose Did yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: uh, you go, what, you go, Did you. Uh,
0: you go, What's that? You listening.
2: Middle, right
1: in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> um we had value
2: valuing people
0: over material things. Ooh, people over the material things. Okay. You guys have one? We said humbleness because it's a real word. Humbleness. Yeah, <laughs> Or humbility. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you guys have one? Another one? No, we didn't have any that had We had the famous quote it's uh, not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Oh, that's a beautiful quote. That's a very, (laughs) and I think it's very true. uh, Humbleness, (laughs) humility, being humble is not thinking of yourself less, it's thinking less of yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking yourself less. Like, you it's yourself as less.
2: My opinion is the truth. No, I was a <laughs> uh. I'm not saying I'm going to pray and ask God's help as we me look at what Jesus has to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving us your word here in Luke's gospel. Help us to understand what you're saying to us today. Help us to say understand that we can repent and obey what you say to us. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves humility and loves humble people uh, and loves all of those characteristics, most of those characteristics you mentioned. It's recognised not just amongst Christians that humility is a good thing. Everyone values humility, but at the same time, everybody rejects humility as well. Uh, That is, everyone values humility and those characteristics you mentioned in other people. Uh, But I actually reject them for myself. Uh, I like the idea of me being selfless, but the reality of me being selfless is something I reject. I like it when other people are more Humility is valued and yet rejected by me. Jesus here in this passage reveals what's at the heart of true humility. And it's a little different to a lot of the characteristics that people just point to. Good characteristics, no doubt, that you've pointed to. The key verse that Jesus uh, gives us, or the, the key point that Jesus gives us, is right in the middle of the of uh, the passage that was read to us, verse 14, but Jesus says, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. For the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Really, this whole passage sort of is centred, well, literally on our page, around what Jesus says here. Those who humble themselves, sorry, who exalt themselves, will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. And it's not, a mantra for life that Jesus is giving people. Rather, it's how you gain access into the kingdom. It'll have effect for your life and the way you do life, but it's actually all about gaining access into the kingdom. And I think we see this spelled out in four ways in these, these four stories, four accounts within this chapter. And the first one, see on the page there, is Humility, humility to pray for action. So, Jesus says it's about, uh, so it gives the uh, example of a woman who is asking for justice. And Jesus is one to say, follow her example with your prayers. Follow her example. They so you have the humility to pray for action. Uh, How are your prayers going? Uh, You don't need to answer me. How are your prayers going? Are they like mine? Do you feel like your prayers just sort of run out of steam uh, very quickly? Uh, Do you you begin praying only to wake up the next morning? (laughs) Do you feel like the content of your prayers is rather lame and feeble? Perhaps... Uh, when you pray that's uh, when you pray there's a recorded message in your head that starts playing uh, which says things like you've got stacks of things you need to be doing at the moment this is not the thing that you need to be doing at the moment there are other things you need to be doing at the moment you can come back to this later you really can Today is getting away. It's a very reasonable voice that plays in your head. Uh, if you postpone today praying for the country of Turkey, it will still be there tomorrow. Uh, perhaps, probably. Whereas my friend, colleague, boss on my back, who is after a reply to that email, is not going to be quiet today. And besides, I've been praying for Turkey so much that I've got technically nothing. New to pray for it today. It's all a bit repetitive and feeble. It seems powerless. It's not pressing, and it's not new. I don't know. If your prayers like that sometimes? That's regularly. You feel that way when you Well, Jesus tells this parable, and he says, mm-hmm. uh, Luke says he tells it to the effect that they ought always pray and not lose heart. Not lose heart. Jesus tells the parable about a widow whose experience of injustice has brought her again and again to a judge in her town. It's a judge who doesn't care about justice, nor about anyone else. Uh, Basically, Jesus characterises him as saying, I don't care for God. Uh, or anyone else, so like as if I'm gonna care about your fiddly little problems. Woman, go away. She doesn't go away. She keeps coming back and back. And he said, basically, you're a pain and you're not gonna go away until I do something. So here you go. Here's your justice take off. Interesting aren't you? We're getting used to Jesus making interesting but that's, the argument here is not God is like that but rather how much more if an unjust judge will, who is such a egotistical so and so will give justice to somebody who's badgering them enough imagine how much God who loves to act will act so keep praying keep praying, keep asking. And as we saw last year uh, when Jesus taught on prayer in Luke's Gospel, we seem to be shameless in our prayers. Shamelessly praying for God to act. Shamelessly praying for God to bring justice. And actually asking matters. The other thing we've learned about prayer is actually asking actually asking God matters. I think I explained Uh, when we did look at prayer last year, I experienced that with my children. Uh, when I actually want them to ask for things. Yeah. I mean like most of the time I know what they want. Uh, but actually I like it when they ask. And actually asking matters. For me. And people of so and so. Uh, imagine how much God wants to hear us ask. And I know what my kids want. But I want them to want it such that they come and ask for it. But it takes humility to ask. To admit that you need something, to admit that you're powerless to fix something, to pray, though other things press in on you, and to keep asking the Lord to act. So keep praying. If you are a follower of the Lord Jesus, pray pray, pray, asking God to bring his kingdom. God to bring his justice. And don't give up. Now, when you think about your prayer life, what do you think mostly about Jesus here is less concerned about rating his disciples' performance in prayer, but more concerned that they understand the character of God who wants them to pray and understand the character of God who answers prayer. (coughs) When you're thinking about your prayer life, learn not to rate your prayers and your prayer life so much as to understand the character of God who wants you to pray humbly coming to him to pray for action. See, humility, in this case, doesn't lead to passive inaction, as many would think humility does. But humility leads to asking God to do something and take action in our prayers. Which is why prayer pods that we have are fantastic things. Because they're just little groups of people. Or groups of little people. <laughs> no, they're little, little, little <laughs> groups of people who gather and just nothing really happens. They talk to God together. He has the most important activity that we do here with as a group. Well, Jesus tells another parable. Again, this one's about prayer, and it's directly we're told that some who are there who are self-righteous and contempt for have contempt for others. And it's interesting to note that while there's a lot of history that has happened between Jesus speaking back then and our time now, uh, really nothing much has changed with human nature and our capacity for self righteous contempt of others. We've just sort of made it into an art things like Facebook and TV and so on. And Jesus here highlights why we're like that. It's not his aim to highlight like that but he does. Why are we so self-righteous and contemptuous of others? Two men go up to the temple to pray. It's sort of like our, I guess, social media of its day. You know, everybody went up to the temple, uh, and everybody sort of did their thing, and everybody was watching everybody else to see how they did their thing and how they prayed. Perhaps some at home honed their style. They had their own unique style. They sort of carefully honed it to look good. good. Others might copy them uh, or write about it on their blog or whatever, I don't know. But two men go up to this public pra- place of prayer to pray. One man is a Pharisee so we know he is a man of style, well respected from Armani Sukon or something like that. He stands by himself and prays like this or well, something God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortions, unjust, adulterers, or like a tax collector. You know, I pass twice a week, and I get paid all that I get, and, and that's all here about this, guy. Jesus interrupts his prayer, and that's it. And the focus turns to the other guy who's there, this tax collector. Not standing where perhaps everyone can see him, actually. He's standing far off. And he wouldn't even lift up his eyes to heaven, but he flicked his breast. And you can just imagine him just, probably just overcome with emotion, just being there in public. And he says, God be merciful. To pray means to ask for something. This Pharisee who's there doesn't ask. You notice, he, he doesn't pray, he tells God. Under the guise of thanking God, uh, thanking God for himself. Actually, the footnote that's not on your sheet, but it's in the PSV, says it could be that uh, he stands there uh, praying to himself as opposed to uh, praying, standing by himself praying, but he's praying to himself. In fact, that's probably what he does do. He doesn't need to ask God for anything. He's got everything. He's satisfied. He's satisfied with himself. And Jesus here highlights the mundane act of people absolving themselves of any guilt or wrongdoing by pointing out the faults of others and other people. That's what this guy does, isn't it? I don't need to admit to anything wrong. I don't need to acknowledge guilt. Because I've got this guy over here who 10 times worse than me, and I've got plenty of other guys on the show. will make me absolve any guilt that could possibly arise in my control. And it's what everybody, throughout the history constant and factor that's, that's just okay. desire of our signature and back programs on Facebook is about showing self-righteous and of others by the way we evaluate others and how awful they are and lack of whatever it may be. You didn't have to believe in God to understand. So he prays to himself, the parasolators. I get a tenth of all that I get, and I do the 40-hour fast, regularly. The tax collector, he prays seven words, a seven-word prayer. The sort of thing that you generally won't see reported on TV news or talkback programs or on Facebook. God have mercy on me. The prayer is I hear from God. It's not the sort of, I'm sorry that you feel a lot. Like, you know, people say, I'm sorry that you feel that way. is not sorry at all, of course. Uh, or, I'm sorry, but, you know. I'm sorry, but, here's my excuses. It doesn't even say sorry at all. Just seven words you have passed, but I am in the wrong. I've got nothing. I've got no excuses, I've got no resources. I think, like, nothing in my hand but uh, It's just bleeding in my And Jesus said, at that moment, everyone probably mm-hmm. would have missed who was watching. At that moment, this man mm-hmm. is ushered into the very presence of what? Like, the judge of all things. He actually with the very presence of God and welcomed with open arms into what the to an eternal embrace that God welcomes him in as a sinner who has never been and has become a child of God. Most people would have missed him on that day. I think I would have missed him too. We weren't even listening in. But on that day, before that guy, his universe is turned upside down. He's transformed such that his judge is now his father. Jesus says to this man, Went down to his house justified rather than the other. He's declared to be right with God. That's what justified means. To be declared to be right with God. Though guilty, and deserving of the sentence of death for straight out rejecting of God's righteous standard. I mean, the guy is a bad guy. He's ripped off people, being a tax collector. He's ripped people off He's extorted money. He's been a traitor to his nation by collecting taxes for the Roman oppressors, uh, and more than one he's he's actually due to collect, most likely. He's He's actually a bad guy. But, before God he's declared not guilt. And we've seen all the way through as Jesus looks at God's kingdom God loves to welcome repentant sinners. That's the character of our God. Such that this one becomes a son. He's declared to be right with God. Now it's not just the words themselves that this guy prays, these seven words—but it's the reality that they convey. Jesus, Jesus Himself knows. Jesus is the one who actually declares Him that He is right with God, which is interesting in itself that Jesus is able to make that declaration. And in the next section, which we're not looking at today, come back here next time. Jesus reminds His disciples what's behind him being able to make that declaration? He says he's on his way to Jerusalem to die. That's his mission. And it's a death which invites all sinners who are facing death to offload that sentence of death onto Jesus in his death. So that now they can be justified right with God and they can be able to call God's father it's a reality that transforms the universe. And Jesus is on his way to bring that about in his death. Now, next week is the Feast of Service, uh, which uh, Richard will be speaking here from, from Luke's Gospel on both days. Uh, make sure you don't miss the opportunity to come and actually bring friends to hear, again, this message. It's actually a message of true humility, that they face up to the truth, of who they are and who we are as we stand before God as a judge if we don't have Jesus to stand for us. We'll have the opportunity to hear how people can know God and have their universes transformed. It's the only message, uh, sorry, it's only the message of Jesus that will do that. Actually, invite me to come along uh, for that next week. But, third panel, third point. You see that what's required is trust like a humble child. Verse 15. Now they are bringing the infants to Jesus, he? that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they were them. But Jesus called, to them, saying, called them to him, saying, Let the children come to him, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Okay. Have a quick turn on the tables. What do you think it means to receive the kingdom of God like a child? <laughs> Okay. A couple of thoughts? A couple of (laughs) responses? Maybe from... uh, uh, Maybe from the... uh, Anyone doing early childhood? Uh, No, anyone? Uh, What is it? Dependency. Ask a dependency upon someone else. Dependency upon someone else anyone want to say uh, something different? First of all, anyone want to say something different? Who wants to say Jono's right? Who's not sure? sure? (laughs) Jono's hands, shut up. Very humble of you. Uh, It's certainly got nothing to do if you if you've had had children, maybe you've had had children, Uh, maybe you've got younger Siblings who are children, uh, you'll know that it's got nothing to do with their innocence. <laughs> 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 yes, spoken like a true older sister. Uh, it's not innocence. It seems to be that they humbly trust, they're helpless. Uh, infants is the sort of word here, it can be I mean up to sort of slightly older toddlers. Uh, but it's the idea of young children who can't look after themselves. It's so actually quite interesting, isn't it, that out of all of the species that exist, animal species that exist on Earth, the human child is one of the most helpless things you've ever come across. You know, baby horses, uh, what are they called? Uh, Holes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> They're born, they're be on, on their legs, like straight away, like getting around. Or any of those African animals that have to be able to outrun lion, whatever else. But, like, human babies, they remain helpless for at least 17 years. I think that's true. I think there's something I we don't come with that scant on us, But I think that I think there's something to that. Um, we are helpless. We need looking after and we don't even know that we need looking after as a young baby. We just cry out for food and cry out for stuff. I want something. And it's very much a picture of receiving the email. I've got nothing to offer. I've really got nothing I need And Jesus is a great picture of humility, of receiving the Open handed nothingness. And it's so much contrast with the guy in the next section. This rich ruler who comes to Jesus and he's starts off not too bad, does he? He asks Jesus a question Good teacher, what must I do? Seeing the humble guy, he recognizes that he. Missing something, you ask Jesus for help. Just tell me what to do, Jesus. How do I get eternal life? Now, I've studied I've studying with a few people like this. Uh, they would come to just two lectures of a subject, first lecture and one final lecture. First lecture to get all the assignments and when they're due, and the last lecture to get all the heaps of the exam. It's just like, just tell me what I need to do. I'll look after the rest. Just tell me what's required and I'll do it better as this guy. I've got the resources. I can do it. You just tell me what I need to do. And in Jesus' first response to him, is pretty much the answer that he's going to end up at. He says, he doesn't say, uh, these are all the things you have to do. He says, why do you call me good? In other words, you're probably evaluating everything wrongly. Good teacher, what must I do? Well, you can't do anything good to gain the kingdom of God. Jesus doesn't pull him up on his misunderstanding of inheritance. Uh, He doesn't pull him up on his failure to keep the laws. I think if I was Jesus, I'd be saying, you know, you've not murdered, you've not stolen, you've not told why, you've not, come on, you have me on here. (laughs) Jesus says, no, he just says, there's one thing you lack. I'm not going to argue the rest one thing you lack. Go get rid of everything. Sell to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. And he walks away sad because he had
0: great wealth.
2: He came to Jesus holding on to his resources, the ability to be able to do it himself, his ability to pay for it. His wealth was too much and he walks away from the kingdom as he walks away from the kingdom. sad. Jesus, remember last week, said, sit to preserve your life, and everything in your life consists of, and you'll lose it. You lose your life, give up all your personal programs and plans and hopes and dreams and schemes, give up your life for the kingdom, for the king, and you will save it. God's kingdom will cost you everything. The true humility is to say that's what I need. I've got nothing. That's what I need. A humbly plead, Like the tax collector. God, I need you. Have mercy on me. So, I'm going to stop us there. I don't want to pray. On this that we might be
0: like that Let's pray.
2: Well, thanks for giving us the Lord Jesus. Through Him we can know how to enter your kingdom. Give us Humility to know that we can't gain access to your kingdom on our own terms. Lord have mercy on us. We sinners. <laughs> 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 that's a prayer, you can pray uh, often to have mercy. Uh, and to recognize that we are sinners and even forgiven sins and rejoice in the fact that we are forgiven. That's not something you've done before and that is something you want to keep saying and be a part of God's kingdom. If so, you can fill out that form, fill out that look. Thanks for coming, Chief. And you can tick one of those boxes on the back there. I would like to find out more about Jesus. If so you need to do that, come back next week. To meet up with someone to read the Bible, uh, or you've decided to become a Christian, Great! We'd like to know that. We'd like to know uh, who you are, and what degree you're doing, what mobile number you've got, and your email address. In fact, if you could all fill it out, because we might actually have your wrong details, if you've never received an email from us, uh, or you might have different email or you may wish like, right. that would be very helpful to do that. As someone comes to lead us, pray. Who's going to be leading us to prayer? That would be helpful. Give me a moment. That's very helpful to fill those out. Thanks, mate. <coughs>
0: and so I'm going to be willing to ask can you pray Heavenly <laughs> Father we thank you that by your Son we have access to you. that you have sent your spirit so that we can be united with him and be able to come into your presence we pray that we will continue to use this opportunity I believe, that we will be praying to you endlessly even when you may feel that it was hopeless. We pray that you give us this childlike faith, this total dependency on you, to be able to admit that we're wrong and we're right. We pray that you help us to recognize our faults and not exalt ourselves, especially coming up to this time of Easter. We also pray for our Easter mission, Mr. be able. Thank you. For the opportunity that you do have to uh, publicly celebrate your son's death and resurrection with people of our country. And we pray that you would be bold inviting our friends to uh, the ECU events and talks, and be bold to talk about what it means to be a follower of Pray that people will be open to hearing about Jesus, and that they will be able, and, and that they will be able to understand Your Word, and that You would bring them to understand Your love and to know You. We also pray for other unions across Australia, in particular James Cook and We pray for their outreach coming out on Wednesday, that many people will hear. Along with their talks about Jesus, and that their guest speaker will talk accurately and effectively about the resurrection of Christ. We thank you that they have a growing number of international students, and we pray that you would send staff work to help support these students and help proclaim your work to these students. We pray that as we continue to go out <coughs> into our lives, that you would be. The main focus of our lives, and that we would not be putting ourselves (coughs) first, but be putting you first, Lord, in the sun's light. (coughs) Amen.